The following podcast is a joint production between independent, aspiring media and lousy weather media. Just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. Hello once again, everybody. Welcome on I'm in to need the Wingcast. As always on the Wingcast Wingman Podcast, I am your host, stand-up comedian and author of the book Memoirs of a Wingman, Steve Guy. On this episode. We have a very special guest for you. Uh, he's a guy that's been mentioned on this show multiple times. You've heard him in the background. He is one of my very best friends in life. And finally, because we're recording this show during the week of the Cleveland Comedy Festival, although it's not worth mentioning where he'll be during it because you're not going to see him. Uh, I am sitting here. You know it's going to say the final. He, he did. He does make it to the Cleveland Comedy Festival finals. That's true. Please welcome to the show, as if I'm going to hear your round of applause, uh, Chris Clem, coming in from Chicago, originally we, from we, the Akron area. I was born in Cleveland, raised in Stowe, went to school. Is that your LL Cool J introduction school, right there? <laughs> I went to school in Akron for 10 years in a row. So, um, let me just paint the picture for you guys so far. Chris Clem and I have been drinking for a better part of the evening. We have drinks in front of us. And we are snacking on edamame <laughs> because we're healthy. You know, we're trying to be good and healthy, and it's great. And one of the things he's trying to be healthy for is his wife. And that's part of why I finally invited him on the show. He's yeah. been in the background. He's been talked about. And today, tonight, he is on this show, this episode. And uh, we're going to talk about different things, essentially... That relate to him. He's a married guy. He's one of my married friends, and I'm like, you know what? There's a story to be and told can, there. In you terms can of get information from this too, because just last week, my wife was alone with my parents while I did a show at uh, Hilarities yeah. on Sunday, and she they were at home together. Hilarities in downtown Cleveland, yeah. And she said, "Do you guys think that your son would be happily married at this point in life?" And my parents said, "No." <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't think that I would find somebody that would put up with me That's until fair. I was older and I basically gave up and was willing to take anybody. <laughs> Just gave in? Yeah. They thought they thought that you would give in they later thought, on. No, they thought like I'd be yeah. like 40 and there'd be yeah. some chick desperate to like, I want a baby, let's just get married. Instead, they were like, that woman found you earlier. I mean, let's, let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's start with this. Chris Glenn, you are a married man. We have gone on trips together. We have hung out with multiple people together. You know, when people say on podcasts, oh, this is one of my best friends, they're usually lying. That's true. This is not this lying. Is not lying. <laughs> this is not <laughs> This is 100% accurate. This is one of my best friends. That's why he, we're having a drink, and you just heard the sound of him throwing an edamame shell into a bowl. Because we're snacking on an edamame. This guy is sleeping on my couch tonight. Yeah, me and Steve are actually real life, really, really, really close friends. Yeah. So don't think it's just like, oh, this guy's a great friend. Yeah, this is all real. So everything we're going to talk about, some, you know, you're going to catch some flakes here and there 
that are real life experiences. Um, all right, so you're a married guy, and I think sometimes people feel like they know or they don't know, but being a wingman doesn't stop just because you're married, right? Mm-mm. Yes, sip that drink. That's no what you way. Guys just heard right there. You gotta keep getting your friends. Still gotta get laid. They have to get laid. Yeah, but I mean, I guess how does that transfer? Because I think what people forget is that they assume, oh, this person's married, and then you're always with your wife, and then that's it. So you're never spending any time with guys. But that's not true. And it's sometimes people think. Oh, well, is part of it that you're living vicariously mm. through the person you're wingmanning? Or is it still you're just like, hey, man, uh, I found success, but we're still friends. I want to find success for you, too, because you've kind of been my wingman through this, and I want to pay it back. Or is it a little bit of both? I don't know. I guess both, but I would say if I wasn't happily married, I I would be trying to get hooking up all the time too. If you were not, if I married. wasn't, yeah. But I love my wife and I respect her a million times. But if I wasn't, I'd be like, yeah, I want that sex, <laughs> right? So you're saying you would you would still help your friends because you would be an adulterer? I don't know. No, not even like there? that. I my point is, if I go out. My wife and I have such a good relationship. It's not yeah. like we're worried about. I'm never. I, I've never been a time in my life since we've been married where she's gone out and I'm like, oh my god, what if, what if she meets some guy and oh my <laughs> god, what is gonna happen? And I guarantee she's never been like, no matter how crazy things get, like, oh, what's he do? Oh, like right. she might be worried, like, oh god. Uh, he got drunk and fell off a, a cliff into a ditch and he didn't have his sleep apnea mask and now he's choking or whatever. Like, that's more reasonable. She's not like, oh, what if some model shows up and he's sweeps her off her feet? Like, if you have a good marriage, you don't even think about those things. Right. But so you do still just, think about your friends. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so you would just go out and it's like, yeah, I'll talk to whoever and you talk to the girl because it's... Uh, I give you an example. When we were in New York, this isn't even like necessarily wingman because I don't think you, you were really trying to hook up with anybody. Right. But another friend of ours, I think, was talking to some girls there. And I was talking to a girl for like three hours. I had, I had no interest. Three hours is a long time. Yeah. yeah. And we were at the, this bar the whole time. And then my friend who lived there uh, texted me and he was like, hey, I'm outside. Let's uh, talk and stuff. So I'm like, all right, well, great talk. I'm leaving. And the girl seemed upset, but I was never, maybe this makes me look bad. I was never trying to do anything except fill time so my friend could talk to her friend. Oh, okay. So I just left. I was like, I'm done. I'm going to talk to my friend outside, Dave. I was like, he's here. I'm going to talk to him. I'll be back later. Bye. And she got mad at me and I was like, I I said I was married. I don't know what you're... That's a fair point though, because I think that... Guys who aren't married and you have that married friend, that's that's setting a solid ex- expectation because it's like, hey, I'm out and my friend's married. Three hours is a really long time. But it wasn't just like straight conversation, but we were down there. No, for like, but it's you remember, enough. We, yeah, I remember. Like we were there hours, for a while. Yeah. So like if you're with your friends and you're like, hey, man, I need you women, we and this guy's married. All right. You can 
Yeah, this, cut this guy a break. You, you can still be nice and talkative without being yeah. like salacious. You could even be flirtatious. Not I'm necessarily a flirtatious guy because I'm not that good at it. But you can still talk without being like, yeah. Like your your end goal isn't necessarily I'm gonna end up with her at the end of the night. No, your but is your end goal? Do you think to make her like the guy that her friends with? I would say my goal is to fill up time. And just be nice just to keep and her likeable. Away. Yeah, I'm. She can like me. It's fine. I'm. I, I'm an entertaining enough person. Yeah. So then, but the point is, I don't want her to be like these guys are creeps because that's not it at all. But it's just like I'll talk and we'll have a good time and we can have fun without trying to end up banging each other. At the yeah. End of the night. Do you think that the fact that you're being such a decent person in that moment gives? Uh, your friend that you're being a wingman to more credibility because like if she comes back to her girlfriend and she's like oh well he left to go wherever blah 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 and her girlfriend's like well where did he go she's like oh well he wants to go talk to his friend she's like well why did he leave she's like ah well he was married he wasn't gonna work out anyway do you think that gives more credibility to the guy who's like been talking it makes you see whether that's the goal or not i guess is this is a wingman thing it makes that guy seem less of a. It doesn't make him seem like a mercenary out just to get the. Yeah. What do they say in the, the one night stand parlance? Yeah, I guess. Do people still say that? They say one night. Stand. I thought they just said on like sitcoms and stuff. They say one night stand still. They say like hookup. Hookup, one night stand. But I'm saying it either matter. way, it makes him be like even if your goal is just your friend's goal is just to be with this person one time for two hours and leave. Yeah. It makes them seem like a more trustworthy person. I love that. You're like, did they still say one night stand? Or did well, no, I, did they like, ever oh, say that? Well, the usual <laughs> thing. I'm in college. Nobody's saying I had a one night stand. No, in college, that's all you had, I feel like. But I'm saying nobody, you, nobody like, says that. Yeah, you just, yeah, it happened. Yeah. Nobody says that. No, nah, that's fair. So the other thing is. As that's I'm, what my point was. I, just about the language. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But but also the point is like I, f- I think as a single guy, if you have a married friend, you should also have that expectation. Your married friend is not in this for the long haul of the night. And it's like, hey, you should give him a time frame. <coughs> well, it depends. Right? Because if you're married, I, I feel like a lot of people have more insecure relationships than I do. So it's going to be a little different. I'm going to be honest. That's probably fair. So I don't know if my anything I would say would count as advice because it's probably not applicable. Uh, it still counts. But I'm just saying it's probably not applicable. It, it works. But if you're out with your friends and your friends are single, they're obvious and they want to get some. That's their end goal. We're giving them the that. best case. Okay. Best case scenario, which I think is most helpful. But it's like uh, it's different too because like so let's say. There's five of us out, or four of us out, and I am married. And another friend has a girlfriend, and two guys are single. Well, the entire situation is going to change because those two guys will, that are to, with a girl have themselves to lean on, and those two guys that aren't have themselves to lean on. And you know what the best case scenario would be: the two guys that are single leave, and the two guys that have uh, girlfriends or wives leave too, but they go in a different direction. Okay. Right. But if you have an insecure wife, they're not going to want you to hang out with any of those single people because they're going to assume you're trying to do the same thing too. 
Yeah, that is true. But I don't. So in my situation, I'm not trying to get with some chick, no matter how attractive they are or even if they're into me. I might be flattered, but at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything. So yeah. my operating position would be completely different. You're like best case scenario because you and your wife know each other so well. Yeah. And you trust each other so well. If you do somebody in a situation where it's like, ah, you don't necessarily have that level of communication and everything. Like you and your wife have such a great level of communication. Like, like she is great friends with me. Yeah. And if your phone dies, like, if you're not responding to her, she assumes your phone dies or something's really yeah. wrong, and she'll start texting me because she knows we're together. What is it? And that's a disadvantage to the people who are in that situation because that, that's an amazing advantage to have. If I ended up at some weird woman's house, I'm not there by myself. It's right. because my friend is there. Yeah. And I'm not, it's not like I got to be like, my wife might be wondering what's going on. It's like, Oh, she'll never wonder what's yeah, going on. It's not me. Us. Yeah, I'm not. If but if if you were to give advice to somebody who is in that situation where it's like, all right, well, your wife isn't that close with yeah. all of these guys. I I guess what would be the, would the advice just to be like, hey man, make your wife be comfortable I would with say your best friends. Your advice would be first off, you should talk to your wife. If you guys can't talk about everything, you can't talk about anything. That's okay. my personal opinion. So, would also if if you were me, if you were the single guy and you had those friend, you had that friend, and he's married to this, uh, this woman, or it doesn't even matter. You could be yeah. a girl and you'd be married to a guy. Yeah. Same yeah, situation. Guys are even more possessive in a lot of cases. That's very true. Should the conversation and the advice be, hey? You should be, you should find a way to be super in and okay with that spouse. Well, should that always just be the case? I mean, in an ideal world, but let's face it. A lot of people, when they get married, assume like, for some reason, they're like, I'm married. I'm never going out again. I'm only going to do things with my wife. I don't have friends anymore. I'm done. If you're in that kind of situation, you're kind of hopeless because you build yourself your own prison. But if you're a person who's like, look. My, it depends on how long you, you know this. Here's the situation. Yeah. Are you married because you're turning 30 and you're worried that you're going to be alone or because that's usually a woman in that situation, in my experience. Are you getting married because you got her pregnant? Are you getting married because you're 40 and you're the only guy at your office who's not married and this girl you've been dating for two years is good enough? Like, First off, you got to be true to yourself. What kind of relationship do you have? Do you have a marriage of convenience, a marriage of love, or a marriage because you're worried about something else, or settle marriage? If you're settling, things are already going to be different because I feel like neither of you are going to respect you're each other. You're probably within that 50% where it's like, yeah, we'll get divorced here. Yeah, well, if you're settling, you're like, well, I, I want to be married. This person's good enough. When yeah. you go out, they're going to say, what are you doing? You'll be like, what do you care? Yeah. Or whatever. Or... You won't even go out because you'll be like, she doesn't want me to go out. Like, I told myself I would never get married if I had to be the kind of person I was like, oh, honey, uh-uh, honey, uh, I'm going to go out with my friends. Yeah. If you are, is that okay? I was like, if I even thought that would be the case, it would never happen because obviously I'm in a different situation. Well, that's what I was just saying. In fairness, like, because I said your, your wife contacts us, but 
it's never in a situation where it's like, oh, honey, I'm going out this blah, blah, yeah. blah. She just, she just knows, like, oh, he's going to do this, and I'm, ah, he's probably this guy, and um, his phone's dead right now, and I know that he's supposed to come back here. Hey, is he getting back here? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, is he, literally, our conversations with your wife are, is he wasted? Or should I be expecting him to knock at my door right now and his phone's just dead? That's it. Well, it's like, oh, if I'm gonna say, hey, I got, uh, I got shows in in, uh, in Wisconsin. It's not that far from here. Just right. use an example. I got a weekend there. She's not gonna be like, whoa, I don't know about it. you. Should be going out. So it's already <laughs> a different situation. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna stay at a hotel in downtown Milwaukee. Like, I'm not gonna tell her like, here's the address in case you like. Yeah. We obviously we have a good relationship. But even if it wasn't, it's like if you're in that kind of thing where if your job would say. Oh, I'm gonna do comedy for for a weekend in this state in the in this way. If, yeah. if she's gonna be like, well, "What are you doing out there?" Like, you'll never be able to even, be with that. Even person. not comedy, because yeah, well, there are people yeah, who yeah. travel for That's work. That's what I'm saying. Trying to make yeah, it relatable. for sure. Yeah, yeah. What about? Uh, but if and, you it, here's the thing again, the, if you're not specific to comedy, but it doesn't have to if be. You're in a you ma- can travel for work in general. If you're in a marriage where you're worried about what your husband or wife is doing in another state when they go on a business trip, yeah. you're worried about what they're doing all the time. Well, it doesn't have to be out of state on a business trip. It could be, it because because that's so applicable to what we do. It could be, you know, uh, hey, honey. Uh, going out with the guys tonight it literally could be just that yeah. and she could be wondering oh well what are you guys doing when you're out blah 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 because what if you don't come home you know and again that goes back to a previous episode that i've had about a communication and i feel like it's fair you should communicate to especially if you're married if you're married or you've got a serious girlfriend you should at least be like hey we're gonna get pretty messed up tonight um I may just get so drunk. That's a terrible idea to drive home. Yeah. Let me crash on this guy's couch, and she'd be okay with it. Or, you know, if somebody who's been married now for six years, yeah. I can give anybody any advice. Good. If you can't communicate about any like that kind of stuff, you're in trouble to begin with. If any like anything, the yeah. small stuff. If you're embarrassed to say anything, there's like I know I'm in a special case. There's nothing I can't tell my wife about. Right. Like. I'm not even like, oh, my wife has said this many times, and she'll probably be mad at me for saying this on the podcast. But she, she doesn't listen. Well, I'm saying. Maybe she does. Because people could figure out who Hope she, she does. is after this. But she said, like, uh, she was like, I don't understand why guys' wives get mad when they go to a strip club, because that's literally the last place on earth I would worry about you hooking up <laughs> with a woman <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's, but it's like that's if a you're great not in, assessment. If you're not in that kind of thing where they can be that self aware, it's like, look, if I'm trying to get laid, you're right. I don't think the strip club's the yeah. last place. The amount of money that. it yeah. takes to get laid at a strip club is so much more than just, hey, uh, would you like a shot? Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could buy a girl a six dollar shot, and now she's talking to you the rest of the night. And you're in, and you're going back to her place, or maybe a hotel that you've got for the night. I like, bet, like you buy a girl a six dollars shot, and then it hits off, and you're like, "Well, let's just go get a hotel randomly." It's less than going to a strip club, spending money on this girl, getting dances, blah blah blah, and then going together. There's the never the been a time in my life. I heard <laughs> you did that. There's never been a time in my life 
where I've even come close to anything sexual at a strip club. Not even that I've tried. But there's been plenty of times where I've completely unsolicited had women try to have sex with me after comedy shows. That's so true. it's like, what is she? Like, why? She's right. You got to be so. Not to put you down, but like, you're not the world's most handsome. I mean, neither am I, but not one of us are the world's most handsome men. Like after a strip, oh, after a strip, after a comedy show, women will, will come up to us like, "Oh my god, you're so hilarious!" Give us like the arm on the shoulder, yeah. and it comes down, and, and they're like, "You didn't actually oh. have to do that." They're like, "I'm sorry, I did it. I did it." It's like, "Oh, do you work out?" No, I don't work out, but I appreciate the fact that you tried to feel it. Yeah, you're exactly right. What about? <laughs> that's. I feel like that's. That's enough, at least on the topic of if you're a married guy, this is how you should handle the situation. But what about when you're a married guy, you're still kind of a wingman to your friends. But I feel like married guys are even better wingmen to their friends, right? Because you have nothing to lose. Yeah, you don't care. Because yeah. there's, there's Sony's like the quote-unquote wingman to their friend. Yeah. They're still what would be the term they're still their own operative they right. still have yeah, their own good. mission to c- yeah. accomplish whether or not they admit it or not like their primary objective might be to get the lead pilot home but their objective is to still secure the cargo themselves but clearly we we right? watch uh first blood way too many times uh that's that's the basis eagles of our nest, eagles nest. basis of our friendship Take you first blood, not me. Take first blood, not me. I love that movie. Yeah, I, I it's the only it's the only Rambo movie that's a great like movie. Like I, if I have to choose one to put on, it's gonna be Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Yeah. But if I want to watch one yeah, that's, that's actually good, it's the first one. That's the problem. Why people diagnose our friendship and like, oh, it's because you like wrestling and comedy. Nope, you're wrong. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Sylvester Stallone? Uh, or, but uh, you're right. Like. What does Expendable mean? <laughs> it's like a prequel to Expendables, too. <laughs> like, you have a birthday party and nobody comes. But so, like, it, okay, you have to anticipate this. You have friends who are married. They are willing to be wingmen to you because it's fun. But as we've alluded to or talked about beforehand, it's you can't expect you... You'd be like, hey, we're going out to uh, tonight. We're going out to the bars, and you're like, yeah, we're just this guy's just crushing drinks. You can tell he's a single guy. You heard <sighs> it. You just heard it right there. Yeah, just crushed two drinks. One okay. of them was water. They don't need that. <laughs> All right. So anyways, Peter of the mind. But like, you're out with people, and people don't even. I don't know, like. Sometimes they're like, well, you're married, your wife's not out here, you're going to be my wingman all night. You can't expect somebody to be your wingman for the next four or five hours, but if they really want you to be a wingman, you're a solid wingman for the next two to three hours. Even telling the people, the women that are there, being like, hey, I'm married. You're almost even a better wingman. You you bring credibility, right? Yeah. They'll either think you're a good person because of that, despite mm-hmm. the fact that there's tons of terrible human beings that are married, <laughs> or they'll be like, "This person's married, but they still want me," and it <laughs> makes them even more that distracted. Might happen. Yeah, but if you're a good person who's married, they're like, "Oh, what's this guy's married? He's he's not trying to be my this friend. This guy's right not now. a creep. Yeah, yeah, he's not trying to be my friend, and I'm talking to his friend. Like, this is kind of okay. 
right? Yeah. Like that happens. No, that's that's you probably like that's probably the most often like, oh, this is this is our married friend. Oh, okay. Well, if this guy's married and he's hanging out with them, then clearly his wife thinks they're okay to be around. So they must not be bad people. So they must be okay. It's like the transitive property of relationships. Why'd you make that so smart for everybody? <laughs> it's so smart. That's like you, what seventh grade dumb? level. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Listen, I just. It's like when a thing is like another thing, and then they're the same. That sounded more complicated. Okay. Dumb it down. Dumb it down. I feel like a lot of single women will think, oh, if this guy's married enough to have a woman commit themselves to be married to them, and he hangs out with these guys, his wife has to feel comfortable with him hanging out with those guys, which must mean they're okay, which must mean... They're not creepy, which must mean whatever happens is going to be okay. Yeah, essentially there are two ways to go about it. If you're a dude or I guess woman, I don't know. Well, or I feel maybe. like this isn't it's, applied to is women because yeah, guys really don't think doesn't. about marriage yeah. the same way. If, you, if you're somebody and you're hanging out with, uh, you, you know, you've been talking to somebody all night long and you're there with a friend who's married, right? And you're hanging out with them and the married friend comes over and has already, I mean, in that situation, like I feel like I'm getting already to the end game, and the middle game is essentially you as a married guy, is you are taking that upon yourself in the middle game to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to this friend, I'll make conversation, right? Like that's already happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're making. The thing is, is a lot of guys like you recognize that as a married guy, right? Like you're going out to your friends, you're like, well, yeah. you know what? This friend is here. You can have Let different, me just talk You can have different kinds of nights with your friends. You can go out with your friends and be like, we're going to have this crazy party. We're going to rage tonight. We're going to drink with each other. We're going to have a great time. Or you can have a night, which happens a lot on like when we go on trips because we'll have multiple nights where it's yeah. like, these guys are going to try to hook up with girls so that I'm just be like the wingman and hang out. When you're on that, you got a different perspective completely because it's like nobody's going to get that crazy. Yeah. They'll just be like, I'll talk to this person. And, you know, I don't know if this is like a stereotype or not, but not every woman is going to is looking to get a one-night stand anyways. I would say so, most women are not. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say, but I didn't want to stereotype it. <laughs> that's a better stereotype. You're going to stereotype. Your stereotype is better to go in the positive direction. Well, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily positive. I'm not trying to be sex negative. Yeah, like that's Steve guys know for doing and it's a stand-up act. I don't know what uh, that's talking about. I don't know what you're saying there. But uh, you should have been at the Alex Theater tonight. <laughs> Sex negative makes it sound like it's a <laughs> negative stereotype. But uh, I feel like I'm positive towards I, I'm women. I'm trying to be a 2018 person here. You're trying <laughs> to be equal. Whereas well, I'm like, is, hey, women are good. If women want to have sex, that's great. If they don't, that's great too. Yeah, I'm but on I'm board saying, with that. But when they, even when they find out, you don't like, they're like, oh yeah. And they know the furthest it's going is just you're talking and that's it. Yeah. They're still usually okay with it. Yeah. So yeah. it still can be a fun time. Right. For Yeah, for you. It's like a, a married guy or a, a guy who's dating someone. Just a matter A guy yeah, is committed. Or a guy in some is committed to yeah. someone. Yeah, in some sort of commitment. And and so for you, then you realize like, oh, okay, well, I'm talking to this friend. And her friend is clearly into my buddy. Like, all right, well, let, let's <coughs> just keep talking yeah. and... Let me keep an eye on where that goes off to my left, and it's going great. And and I think that then from there, your standpoint is 
you either have to get a good idea, like, then you're becoming the wingman where, like, hey, man, uh, that's going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, hey, man, hey, that, that's going all right. But it gives you more credibility because you're already in a commitment if you're nice, right? Like, it gives it gives a guy, if I'm single and we're out together, and I'm talking to a girl the entire night, and you're talking to her friend, and she knows that you're committed, and you've made zero moves on her. Yeah. That gives me more credibility. Because you don't look like a thirsty guy that's yeah. ready to just creep on anything. You because get. it's like now as a as a duo, it's like, hey, we're here. We're just trying to hang out and have a good time, right? If if, if you meet a girl, that's great. But if not, it, the night's still good. And that's how that looks. And that makes you seem, I guess this is the advice portion. If you're doing that, that makes you seem way more attractive than yeah. two guys that are thirsty as shit. Right. Because it could be. I'm talking to this girl, and then my buddy's over there, and it's like, oh, hey, baby, what's up, what's yep, up? Yep. And now I've got to tell this girl, like, oh, that's not who I am. I'm, i got to go break this up real quick. But then it's kind of questionable. How do, how am I perceived by her? And meanwhile, if you're just – so this is, again, to Chris's point, this is where the advice portion kicks in. It's not just as a wingman should you – or as a guy, should you bring someone who's good as a wingman who is like, oh, hey, I'm just uh, not trying to get anything. I'm just having a great time. Yeah. And if all of a sudden you're talking to a girl, sure, I've got your back. But at the same time, as a dude, you should be solid enough to realize, like, I'm not going to pick a guy that's going to be creepy. So if you're going to if you're gonna set yourself up, that's what it all comes back to. You can't rely on... The wingman or the friend to set you up. You've got to set yourself up with a good wingman. Is there any better wingman than somebody who's already committed? Because to me, I feel like a guy who's committed is maybe your best wingman because he gives you the most credibility. There's Does no that make sense? And also, there's no ulterior motives. Exactly. They're not trying to just swing something off for themselves. Yes. Yeah. Like that guy's out to have fun with you and then it, it just genuinely comes if you off. Got, if you got an unattached wing, man, they could be trying to get their own prey. Oh, for uh, sure. Own, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I'll help you out but I, I'm going to go for the friend. And they could think they're, they're you're like their wingman. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It just generally comes off like, oh, well, this guy's Literally just talking to me, having a, a conversation. And Those guys like, look more right. aggressive and creepier in the long run. They do. Yeah. So, in honesty, if you're going out at the end of the night, or at the night, if you at the end of the day, there's so many. There the are night. so many words. Work, say, yeah. yeah. There's so many metaphors and things to say here. But if you're going out and you have to choose between, ah, oh, my married buddy or committed buddy wants to finally go yeah. out tonight, but then here's this other guy who just wants a rage. You know what? Maybe you go with a committed friend because should you run into a girl, he's going to come off so much better for you. And this applies to men or women, I think, really. Well, even if you're in a bad marriage or a bad relationship, yeah, just from doing it so much, you're going to talk with more respect towards women to begin with because you talk to – in my as a married person, me, I talk to my wife more than anybody. Right. So while I would say things to her, I would never say to anybody else. At the same token, I would never think there might be a way I would have talked to a woman before that I would never talk to now. All right. That's fair. Maybe not even me personally, but yeah. somebody who's in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be different ways you do it. So, I mean, I 
I think this is just of this episode, you guys. We've we've uh, we've gone a couple different ways, and and I think to wrap it up, I think the final thing is also just to uh, give my man here who is in a he's is married. Yes. Whether you're married or in a committed relationship, if you are his friend, you're not done being a wingman, right? Because your friends are still a reflection of you. You and you, you've been married for six years now. They judge you judge. Uh, what is it? You judge a man not necessarily by his character, but by the company he keeps. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's, That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. If you're a good, if you think you're a good person and you hang out with the creeps, you're not a good person. Yeah, they'd be like, "Listen, uh, Chris Clem is, as we said at the beginning of this, is one of my legit, really, really, really great friends, very best friends, and nothing says that better than the fact that like his wife and I could have text message conversations without him." having a clue or anything else like and it's not just even him there's like right four people i can think of that yeah she could. like we can have conversations with her that have nothing to do with chris like just because we've created our own friendship with her but the thing is in, in my defense though she's pretty great yeah, listen, <laughs> listen man don't try to fucking well, ruin, don't try defense. to ruin this that don't try to makes ruin me this. look worse son. my point is uh all of that, though, makes you look better. That makes you, even though you're married to her, every day she's, you know what I mean? Like, it's that constant reminder where it's like, you know what? Yeah, I picked the right guy because look at these friends. Like, I'm, I'm able to talk to them. Because how many relationships, marriages, whatever we, we hear about, and, and people are like, well, I really like them, but oh, their friends are dicks. Or yeah. even guys are like, oh, her friends are bitches. What, you know what I mean? Like, like. I, I, meanwhile, if you can't, we're all on board. There's something to say about somebody's friends, but especially if you're listening to this and you you are in a situation where you might get married or you're thinking about it, you ask yourself one thing: Can I actually be a hundred percent myself with this person? Because if you can't, you're spending a lot of time together, and it's going to be really hard to hide who you really are, and it's going to get yeah. really old really fast and frankly if i had to do that i'd probably be crazy at this point in time or not married anymore because i'm a very difficult person when it comes down to it i can be i'm not gonna disagree i'm not gonna disagree you know i can i can be mean i can be very hard to deal with so if you can't be yourself you're gonna not you're gonna be yourself there's gonna be a day it's gonna be like April 17th. You're just going to wake up and you're going to be yourself and it's going to be nasty. You might be an asshole. Yeah. yeah. And if they're not re- if they don't know who you are, you might be amazing 364 yeah. days out of the year and then then you're an asshole. And it's and the thing is is like even if you're amazing that much time, that one day you're an asshole, you can tell when somebody's being their authentic self. Mm-hmm. So you can try to cover up how you really are all the time, but it's going to come out. So don't get married unless you feel like you can be that person every day and they'll still love you for it. Because if not, you're going to get in a situation where you got to be like, oh, you think it could go out? You think I could go to a comedy club? <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're going to be cheating on your wife. You're going to be broken up. It's going to be miserable. Just think about what you're doing. That's all I can say. 
Uh, I you can you can be fifty and not be married. It's fine, especially if you're a guy because your sperm will still work. You're good. <laughs> Tony Randall had a kid when he was seventy eight. You're fine, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, no, you're accurate. You're one hundred percent accurate. You are so accurate that uh, I can't end this any better than the advice that you gave. It, I mean, you got goofy with the Tony Randall stuff. But it's true. You're you're right. You are one hundred percent right. Um, if you are lost, just rewind hit that 15 second button if you're on um you know itunes or wherever you are listening to this just keep running a little bit because chris clum gave you amazing advice and and i'm i can't sing anything to better wrap that up because this is the guy who's married and he's got that experience and uh that's what this episode is about is being married and being a wingman and being married and having wingmen because it still exists yes I say one more thing do it about being a wingman and being married. If you can't go out with your friends when you're married, and I'm not talking somebody who's ignoring their spouse and being like, I'm going out with my friends again every night. But if your wife has a problem with you going out with your friends, think about, again, why are you married? Because she clearly wants you to fit a role that she's predetermined in her head. And, you know, you don't have to necessarily do that. If that's not what you want to do, if you want to go out, you should not be with somebody who doesn't want you to go out. Because in the long run, it's just going to make things worse. So you should figure these things out way before you get married. And I think that that's a fair assessment. Like we sit here as two guys saying that, but that's a fair, fair assessment if you are a female at the same time. You can't go out with your girls. Yeah. And your guys, you know, feeling the same way that, that, that Chris just talked about. Same deal. You need to reassess that situation. And if you don't want to, that's fine. But don't force somebody to fit into your idea because you are, don't want to be alone. That's it. I mean, that's honestly, guys, that's, I think that's the, that's the end point of this episode and this conversation is you got to find someone that fits you so that you can still be that wingman. You can still be a wingman too, to make yourself even better for the person that you are committed to wingman your wife. Yeah. <laughs> A wing. There's no end point for a wingman. I think is what it is. If you're if you're married, you're committed. Your wingman should still be helping you to show your spouse or significant other the best part of you and continuously show that. And if you are someone who's committed or you're married, look, you shouldn't forget about these other people because they probably helped you get to where you are. So. Uh, I think yeah, uh, if you're in an open relationship, ignore everything he said. Yeah, well, those don't well, happen. Not ignore, but you. Yeah, you if, get it. If it doesn't apply, it doesn't apply. But it chances are, ninety five percent of the people who are in a relationship, it does apply to. This applies to for the most part. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, once again, if you have questions or you've got a great wingman story or a terrible wingman story, email the wingcast. At gmail.com. That is literally the wingcast at gmail.com. Follow at the wingman guy on Twitter and on Instagram. Also, make sure you follow Chris Clem wherever he may find. Where are you, my friend? At Chris underscore Clem on Twitter, at Chris Clemnet on Instagram. Cavscast.com is where you can hear my podcast, Chris Clem. Which is part of Lousy Weather Media. We're brothers. Yeah. Uh, Chris Clem. Yeah, which uh, I kind of helped you. I kind of got you in. 
Nobody even knows. So. You did. Yeah. You did a great job. Nobody my wingman so. getting this odd. <laughs> I wingman. My wingman to get this podcast happening. Uh, also, uh, if you buy the book Memoirs of a, Ring- a Wingman, it is a hundred percent based on Steve Guy's life, no matter what he says. Hundred <laughs> percent is a stretch. Oh, uh, the guy 100% hosts. Jackson a hosts a TV show. Please, <laughs> Redescue Hopkins will back me up on this oh, because we all trust Redescue Hopkins. At any rate, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and once again, follow along on those Twitter and Instagram for myself or Chris. And we both do stand-up, so follow those things along to figure out wherever we're doing. Uh, we've definitely got shows coming up at the Alex Theater in downtown Cleveland. So if you're there, alextheaterclevelyn.com. For everything else outside of there, follow me wherever we said. I um, hope you guys have a great week and enjoy this episode. And as always, uh, you know what? Just uh, be a solid human. I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice.